Hello and welcome to Yarns Tales. This is a place to promote emotional connection for families and children through the stories that are told and written, because empowering them empowers you. Hello everyone, it is a new month, February, and for the first story of February, today's story is dedicated to a little holiday that we celebrate called Groundhog's Day, and it's a fun one. And so let's start with the story. Today's story is called Punk's a Tawny Penny, written and told by Yarny A. Darling. The hills near Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, come alive when the month of February begins. There has never been more excitement over a groundhog who sees his shadow than the excitement that surrounds a groundhog named Punxsutawney Phil. However, Nestled deep in a burrow near the hills of Punxsutawney lived another groundhog. A groundhog that no one knew about. A groundhog that didn't excite any excitement, and her name was Penny. Penny would peer down and look at the crowds of people. These crowds of people lined up to see Phil. They signed up to have breakfast with Phil. They were taking pictures with Phil. Everything was about Phil. Phil's hill was definitely a hill that she wanted to be on. Man, it was hard. It was hard to see Phil have that much attention when Penny wanted that attention. When was anyone going to pay her any mind? When when will I be good enough? When will I have a moment of attention? When will I live like Phil lives? Penny's thoughts ran over and over and over like this. Penny went about her day, and these thoughts made her sad and grumpy. Well, I just must be too hairy, or not hairy enough. I must be too stupid, or I just must not matter. I just must not be needed, and that's why no one gives any worry about me. Her thoughts didn't leave her alone. They followed her like her shadow, and man, she did not like her shadow. She looked at her shadow with negativity, with sadness, and it was a weight she carried, a weight she always carried. As she was walking the hills of Pennsylvania, she stumbled upon Gobbler's Knob, which is the place where all the festivities around Punxsutawneyville happen. The place where Phil would announce if he saw his shadow or not. Why in the world did Phil's shadow matter and not hers? She huffed. She crept near, and as she did, she could hear a muffled cry. (laughs) As she got closer to the stump in the center of Gobbler's Knob, The cry she heard got louder and louder and louder. The cry was coming from inside the stump. A part of her couldn't walk away. No matter how sad she felt inside, she knew that she needed to help whoever was crying. Hello, Penny called. 
<coughs> Hello, I haven't come out of my stump yet, but what what can I do for you? Um, I think I heard you crying, and I wanted to make sure you were okay. The door inside the stump opened, and Penny was in shock. It was Phil. It was the Punxsutawney Phil. There's no way he was crying on this very, very special day for him. Penny gave a puzzled look and repeated, Um, I just, I just wanted to make sure you were okay. Because, because I know how it feels not to be okay. Phil gave a sad smile. Well, I'm, I'm not okay. Do you mind if we talk? Penny gave a comforting nod and said, Let's talk. And so they they talked. Phil talked to Penny. He talked to her about the weight he felt of always being the groundhog that made every decision if it was about six more weeks of winter or six more weeks of spring. He spoke of the pressure he felt. He spoke of the sadness he felt being alone and not being welcome with the other groundhogs. He spoke of how tired he felt going to event and event and event. He spoke of a level of sadness that Penny related with. A sadness that she had no idea he felt, but a sadness that she definitely could empathize with. She realized then that his life wasn't better than hers. His life had hardships, just a different kind of hardships. His hill to climb was still a climb, and she was grateful that her hill to climb was not his, but hers and her own. They talked and they talked and they talked. Do do you feel better? she asked. Oh, very much so, said Phil. Well, well, I think it's time for your big moment. It's time to announce if you see your shadow or not. So I better go. Thanks, Penny. You really are something special, and I really did need you today, Phil said. Penny smiled and scurried off. She left and she thought and she thought. You know what, Penny? You are the best at being you. And Phil is the best at being Phil. And those people are the best at being them. We all have a different hill to climb. But just because it's different doesn't mean it's not hard. It's just a different kind of hard. Her thoughts were then suddenly interrupted by the sound of fireworks. And she heard those fireworks go off. (laughs) Phil must have announced whether there'd be six more weeks of winter or six more weeks of spring. The sun was rising and Penny looked down. And there she saw her shadow. Her shadow a part of herself. And instead of looking at her shadow in disgust, she saw her shadow with love. The same shadow that belonged to her. And if it belonged to her, she knew that she was needed. She knew that she had a place. She knew that she was the best at being her. And so... In that time, she felt happy that she was exactly Penny and no one else.
she felt happy to finally see herself. The end. Today's story is mainly about seeing yourself and loving yourself for exactly the way you are. For understanding that you are the best at being you and other people are the best at being them. If you'd like to have any connecting conversations with your littles about this story, you can always ask your little, have you ever felt like Penny? Have you ever not felt needed? Have you ever not felt happy with yourself? And if so, when? Then you can ask another question and ask, how do you know that you are needed? Or how can I help you know that you are needed? Another question is, what are things that make you the best at being you? And then also for the last question is, why do you love you? This conversation can be a very powerful conversation. And it can also be very powerful for your little, little ones to see you. And to see you and relate to you if you've ever not liked yourself. If you've ever not felt needed. And then hearing you say why you're the best at being you and why you love you. Our littles learn by example. And if we want our littles to love who they are, then they need to see us love who we are. And that's something I am still working on. But... I know through these conversations and these small stories that big steps can be made. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, if you go to my Instagram page and you hit the link there, there is a coloring a page attached to this story. And it's absolutely adorable. I hope you go check those out. I hope you enjoy the story. I hope you have incredible conversations with your littles. And I'll tell you all later. Goodbye.